With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today is March 24th, and this is Big Fish Small Pod, where we take a look at everyday's news, developments, and games for the 2021 Miami Marlins season. So today, on March 24th, we have an off day. The Marlins are actually completing their last off day in spring training before they finish out the preseason against the Nationals, the Astros, the Cardinals, and the Mets. Yesterday, on March 23rd, the Marlins faced off against Marcus Stroman and the New York Mets. Seems like he's going to slot in as, like, the Mets' number two starter, a player who no doubt the Marlins will face when the games start to really count, and really will count in this seemingly a fierce National League East division. So what we saw in yesterday's game um, really boils down to not a lot, really. Uh, the final score was 5-3 to three in favor of the Mets. The Marlins pretty much have already clinched a winning record for spring training. Not that a record even matters because the players aren't even giving 100%. Rightfully so. I don't mean to say even. Uh, it's just the fact of the matter is that yesterday's 5-3 to three loss in the first inning. You look at it. Uh, Sterling Marte hit a ball that went out of the ballpark, uh, called a double by the umpires, and just was a double because they don't have replay in the spring. Uh, later that same inning, Brian Anderson hit what would be a three-run home run, but was also called foul by the umpires. Aguilar's getting a big lead out there at second with two outs. And Anderson hits one toward the left field corner. This one will drop foul. Oh. Up on the catwalk. Yeah, it's a three. Oh, they call it another call it a fair ball. Wow. Well, there you go. A three-run homer, at least for now. Hunter Wendelstead's already marching toward the third base umpire, Carlos Torres, to talk about this. That final score of 5-3 to three doesn't tell the whole story. The score doesn't really tell the story. There's not much of a story in any individual spring training game. But what we can see is we saw Daniel Castano start. He seems like he's going to slot in as uh, some sort of spot starter for the Marlins, generally working uh, in AAA Jacksonville, but coming up potentially to start, throw some innings. He located four pitches. He threw a four-seam fastball, a slider, a changeup, and a sinker for strikes. He pitched three and two-thirds innings, struck out six Mets, gave up three runs on five hits, which is by all means the sort of production you hope to get from the sort of player he is, that sort of like spot starter type. Anthony Bender came into the game. He's a player who's not on the 40-man roster and thus likely to start in AAA as well. He came in and showed some frankly good stuff. He flashed 97 on his fastball. He threw a slider that made J.D. Davis look just silly by just making him swing 
out of the zone. Uh, that sort of like swing miss potential is the sort of thing you like in a minor leaguer that could potentially be a major leaguer with swings and misses. Like that's the sort of thing you like to see in a spring training game. And Anthony Bender, who again will likely start in the minors to start this year, seems like he could be an asset in this Marlins bullpen. Um, but for me, really the really the latest development in the Marlins spring training situation is that it seems like Jazz Chisholm should be the favorite for the second base job. Uh, something of a surprise over the uh, seeming incumbent Isan Diaz, who didn't really play much in 2020 uh, when there was the COVID-19 outbreak amongst the players. He did not get sick, but he did opt out of the season. Today, he did play for the Marlins. He had three at-bats. He did not get a hit. He uh, swang at seven pitches and missed on four of those times. And as much as players might go to a game without really a strategy in spring training or trying to work on something else, by no means is a player ever trying to uh, not hit the ball, which you kind of don't want to be that critical. It is spring training after all. Andy San Diaz is still a player that shows some power at the plate and shows ability to hit and ability that he could potentially be like one of those players that you'd like coming up for the Marlins with the game on the line. You might see him as like a bat off the bench. You might, I mean, he could potentially start as a second baseman, uh, but it doesn't seem like he has it all together at this moment. Understandably so, he hasn't really played much professionally in, since like 2019 and it's 2021. And if you look at this Marlins team, is he who you get the best shot at winning with at the moment? He might not be. What I think seems like a reasonable outcome, provided that like Isan Diaz is committed to refining his swing and becoming a better hitter, it feels as though Jazz Chisholm could slot in as like your generally speaking everyday second baseman. Give Miguel Rojas some days off at short, play jazz potentially every day if you'd like. His He's like the number 66 prospect on MLB Pipeline. Some experts have him higher than that. His tools are pretty off the charts and he's hit just some like, like bangers of home runs this spring. So you like to see that flash and ability. And if he's putting it together, you want him every every day on the field so it's hard to discount that but it's also hard to say that Miguel Rojas should have a day off of short he's been outstanding um, certainly compared to expectations and as a leader on this team he's been a, a real standout so maybe it's something like but the ideal outcome seems to be something along the lines of Jazz Chisholm getting a lot of at-bats, Miguel Rojas getting a lot of at-bats, Isan Diaz getting enough chances to improve and develop and potentially still be on this Major League roster as a middle infielder. He would give this team some flexibility. He's in the past played some third base in the Puerto Rican Winter League, so there is some versatility to work with there. But for now, it is all speculation until uh, Kim Ang finalizes the roster and until the Marlins intentions going into this season are really clear. We know that they want to win now and they're going to do whatever they can to do that. 
but exactly how it plays out is something we'll see over the next week or so. So uh, stay tuned to find that out. Um, over on Fish Stripes, we are doing the Marlins Hall of Fame voting, so check that out. Vote. I did it this couple days ago. It was a lot of fun and uh, really cool just to like see all the different eras of Marlins history. So um, definitely, thank you for tuning in. I'll be here every Wednesday and Friday throughout the season, and definitely check out everything else in and definitely stay tuned to both Fish Stripes, the website, and our podcast channel. We'll be with you all season long.